0: We're focusing now on verses 1 and 2 of Philippians 3, and in particular, I want to say a word about this word, finally. Let's read it, finally, that's the Greek, I'll come back to that, finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evil workers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. Father, as we focus on these words that you you have inspired the Apostle Paul to speak to us, I pray that you would open our eyes to see what is here, to understand it, and to assess it rightly, and to apply it with faithfulness and courage to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. The reason I'm putting the Greek here and pausing over the word finally is because this word uh, isn't in its basic meaning final. In its basic meaning, it's what remains. Um, It's used three other times. Let's look at them. Philippians 4.8, again, translated, finally, brothers, whatever is true, which should uh, alert us to the fact that if you've got two finalies, it's a little bit odd. So whatever this means, it's not precisely finally. There are other words for final or end uh, in Greek. This is a little different. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, and so on. Now, here are the other two instances. I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest, Toilopoin, loipoin, the rest, same word, just plural, of my fellow workers. Here's the other one, 113. It has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest, tois loipois, plural, dative, that's why the endings are different, that my imprisonment is for Christ. So the basic meaning of loipos is is what the remainder or the rest. And then the best we can do in English might be something like finally. But may I suggest this? Um, As far as the rest is concerned, dot, 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 dot. Here's what I have to say. And yet, you you have to admit that it is a kind of climax, right? As far as the rest is concerned, there is a kind of uh, attention raised, when you, when you write this, it, it sounds climactic. It sounds like s- there's a break and, and something is is starting that's con, con, um, considered as the, the, the rest. In a sense, a final part, but not exactly. We don't have anything quite like this except maybe something like this in English. As far as the rest is concerned. So what I want to ask now is, given these first words, what is he drawing attention to? Now, as far as the rest is concerned, brothers, what? Four things. One, rejoice. As far as the rest is concerned, I'm going to repeat myself. I'm going to say some of the same things I've already said. As far as the rest is concerned, concerned. I'm not writing out of any great burden. It's no trouble for me to write these things. Even what I have to say, that's more than I've already said. And even though some of it is the same as what I've already said, I'm not writing out of a burden. I'm writing out of joy. And fourth, As far as the rest is concerned, what I'm now writing is especially safe for you. So let's take those those one at a time. As far as the rest is concerned, rejoice. And the reason that may stand here, even though he's said it so often, is because he's about to say there are dogs plaguing this church evildoers plaguing this church, people who mutilate the flesh. We'll come back to all these in a future session. And how easy it is to stop rejoicing when we're in conflict, when horrible things Relational conflicts are coming into our lives, and we, and we have to decide, is this person acting like a dog towards this church, like an evil worker, like the, like someone who's just mutilating the flesh? It's so hard to keep on rejoicing in the midst of conflict, and so Paul says, look, as far as the rest is concerned, I'm about to talk about conflict, and I want you to rejoice. Second... I'm going to repeat myself here. I'm going to say some things that I've already said. Now, what would that be? Let me give you two examples of how he repeats himself. Back in Philippians 2, 3 through 8. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death. So he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. And so there's the illustration of lowly, humble, servant-like love. And he gives Christ as a an example. Then he gives Timothy as an example. Then he gives Epaphroditus as an example. Epaphroditus as an example. And you might think, well, that's enough. And here he's saying, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this again. I'm, I'm going to write the same things again. So he gives here in 3, 4 to 8 himself. As an example, if anyone thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness in the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Doesn't that sound like Christ did not count equality with God, a thing to be grasped. I'm not saying there's a perfect parallel. I'm just saying both of them involve deep self-denial, deep humility, deep servanthood. So he's repeating himself in the sense that he's giving himself as another example besides Christ and Epaphroditus and Timothy Here's another example of what's repeated. Back in chapter 1, verse 17, the former, these preachers he's referring to, proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely. And he has said, or he's going to say in two, three, do nothing from selfish ambition. This is one of his main points, is, Don't be selfish. Be willing to count others more significant than yourselves. And here he's referring to preachers who preach out of, they proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition. And now in 127, he calls them opponents. Don't be frightened in anything by your opponents. I don't know if those two groups are the same. I'm just pointing out he's dealing in the first part, the first two chapters with Those who directly oppose what he's teaching in 2, 3 of doing nothing from selfish ambition. And here he's saying, you've got opponents that you're up against. And so when he says here, I'm going to write some same things to you. And the next thing you hear is he's warning about dogs and evildoers and those who mutilate the flesh. That's repetition. In other words, he's coming back to something he didn't finish. Some of the same things of people who are opponents, and we'll need to talk about that. And then there's this wonderful statement, and I'm not writing out of a sense of onerous burden. I want to model for you what I'm telling you, that in spite of the fact that you're going to face these kinds of, uh, of opponents, I want you to rejoice And I'm writing about them right now without a sense of, oh, poor me, oh, poor you. Aren't we burdened with heavy troubles? No, no, no. I am rejoicing to write you. It is no trouble to me to write these things. And lastly, it is safe for you. So can you conclude from that? I would. Warnings are safe for Christians to get. So many people don't want to hear negative warnings. Well, we shouldn't be overwhelmed by negative warnings, and that's why he starts with joy, because if you get so jaundiced and embittered by the opponents that you see around you in the culture or in the church that all you can do is ever bemoan your opponents then you've lost sight of this and this I'm telling you first to rejoice and I'm telling you it's no trouble for me to write about this I'm not writing out of a great burden onerous sense of misery I am with you rejoicing in Christ so it's safe. It's safe for you to be warned. And it's safe for you to see my personal example. In fact, these last two chapters are filled with Paul's personal example, not only here in chapter 3, but especially over in chapter 4. And he never really does leave behind his main concern about the kind of sweet, deep, humble, servant-like focus on love that he was angling for in chapter 2.